We're back. Here we are. <laughs> um, so I don't want to make too long of an intro because this ended up being a, a, a long interview. Show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, you know, I love Tyler. We talk about it in the show briefly, but he was mm-hmm. at one point, you know, the sound guy for the podcast early on and, yeah. and his job just kind of took him away a lot. So, uh, yep. Any- During those free positions that we give out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, but I mean, he was a big part of the, like getting the sound Mm -hmm. right and, Uh and doing that initial trailer and, yep. And yeah, like helping us focus on just figuring out how to do the show (laughs) and not worry about sound. Yeah. Yeah. Big time. Uh, but yeah, this is a fun conversation. It kind of goes all (laughs) over the place a little bit. It does. It does. It, we don't even talk about Tyler's job all that much. It kind of becomes more this like catch up. (laughs) <laughs> well, catch up with like conversation about like creativity and like putting your own imprint on it and mm-hmm. like yeah. just you know being useful and collaboration mm-hmm. and so to me it was honestly like a super fun conversation. Yeah. Um because it really was just, you know, three friends sitting around the table talking and yeah. and not that yeah. you know we don't have that same feeling towards, you know, guests that we have, but right. uh it, you know a lot of times it's us meeting mm-hmm. somebody that we want to be friends with as opposed to catching up yeah. with somebody that we yeah. you know, are friends with. And yeah, so this, Very one, true. this one was a lot of fun. Some good it was, in there. it, it so, was, yeah. it was really good. And it flew by like it I was, know. I know it was at like almost 10 by the time we left or nine 30. I don't yeah. remember. It was late. Yeah. And I was like, what? It, it was late. <laughs> but let, let's start with thanking mm-hmm. our patrons let's because, do that. yeah. Um, these people pay the bills. They keep us on the air. They keep mm-hmm. us going. I know that there hasn't been new Patreon content, and I will say that's my fault. Um, but we will be rectifying that soon, nah, hopefully. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Aaron, we might we'll just have to it. get together and just do a chat, and then we'll we'll mm-hmm. post that up on Patreon. I think that'll yeah. be a good catch-up. Yeah. yeah, we need to do but, it. Um, so patreon.com forward slash look what I did. You can subscribe for as little as a dollar a month. There is uh, pre-existing extra bonus content there, and there will be new bonus content coming. Um, so keep an eye out for that as well, but thanking some of our top patrons, mm-hmm. uh, thank you, Kathy, Cindy, Brian, Chelsea, Saria, Travis, Tyler, Jesse, and Brian. Thank you. Um, and that Tyler is the Tyler that's on the show. So you don't have to Whoa. pay to be on the show, but it helps. No. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's well. why Aaron joined not too long ago. Yep. Yep. Uh, true. <laughs> Gotta keep my place. One Wait dollar. for my episode um, to come out. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I would say, without further ado, let's just kick it over to mm-hmm. you, me, and Tyler. Enjoy. Let's start with who you are. This would and what be a great do. place to bring that yeah, up. Yeah, because <laughs> it sounds like what you do may have changed, and I booked the wrong guest. But it's go the ahead, same. Tyler. No. Right. Well, what did, well, who did you think you were? Wait, I'm a man in many spaces. Why don't you tell us, like? We don't know who you are. Okay. Yeah. So you've never met me before. <laughs> and, and then I'm going to tell you you're wrong because I thought I booked a graphic designer, but go ahead. No, I still do that. <laughs> I still do that. Uh, yeah. No. What? I'm Tyler Orsack, and I am my current job title is art director, but I got my start in graphic design, mm-hmm. and uh, and I also am sort of a self-taught. Uh, filmmaker and um, and that kind of led me into this job here where I am a dual design art designer or art director sorry and um, 
film director as well too, which wow. is kind of a unique situation. Not everybody gets to do that, but mm-hmm. um, that's just sort of where my career has led me at the moment. And that's uh, kind of a cool spot to be in, which is kind of unique, I, I should say. But yes, graphic design is where I got started. The My degree in school uh, is how I remind myself is that it's I was communication design is what we called it, right? Hmm. And so that just basically means that like, you're designing for communication in whatever whatever form that takes. So it could be graphic design or it could be, you know, uh, videography or whatever you need. It could be speaking to people, uh, however, directing a shoot, that kind of thing. So okay. that's so kind of like I actually didn't know you went it. to school for what you did. I, I don't like, Yeah, I'm from the streets, man. <laughs> well, well yeah. you sound it. Because we, we, we might as well put this out. Thanks. Like you, yeah. you've heard Tyler's name before because when we first started the show, yep. you... Mm-hmm came on board really early as the yeah. sound guy right right and then yeah. your job got all travely and stuff yeah, and you- yeah out of <laughs> also and he did artfully direct us in our debut oh our trailer mm-hmm. yeah the yeah. trailer yeah. for the mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah which he took it a totally different direction than what we would have messed it up with. well i think all of that was just us doing some fun <laughs> yeah stuff. I think we, we all like, came out with the yeah, ideas and i and right. then i just edited it in a fun way right like right i, I think we all kind of it, made yeah. the whole thing happen it was one of those great moments where like I have this stuff in my car. There was there was the idea <laughs> oh, yeah. of, of playing on uh like a like one of those like almost like PBS type like home improvement mm. show things, yeah. you know, where it's like, hello there, like whatever. <laughs> Didn't see and you and then yeah. it just kind of like went off this weird angle as we started bouncing ideas and mm-hmm. like I think it turned out That's great. My it was, yeah, it, was a lot of fun. it I think it's and it's the best still part was I legitimately thought we were shooting it on a phone. And just like edited it on a computer. Mm. And then Tyler's like, I've got all this stuff in the back of my car. <laughs> yeah. I'll just, and by the time we're done, we Lights have like and... full Hollywood set up yeah. in my garage. That like, looks, right. looks good. Sounds good. Great sound effects on it too. Yeah. So yeah. And like, I, I think that's the most fun way to do things is it to was. just like not know where you're going mm-hmm. all, like, completely and then just kind of like figure it out and riff a little bit. Mm-hmm. But where it's helpful to have someone like me that, comes in and is a bit more mm-hmm. like kn- like knows where the end product is or kind of going to be yeah, right is that you're always thinking about like the edit and like what you're going to need to cut to and like the mm-hmm. coverage right and you're not shooting five hours of video for yeah. 30 <laughs> seconds or 10 seconds or whatever because i've been yeah. in the like uh, a bunch of people and i made a movie a long time ago at this point and there's probably 18 hours of footage for a 87 page script like mm-hmm. Yeah, that's I mean, too much, right? I mean, we shot everything, you know, and it's just like because yeah. you didn't, I you, you know, didn't know hear, what you're doing. Here's some really cool stories about like old um, film directors who you know they would shoot on film, is what I mean, and they yeah. would say the first chance that they got to shoot on digital or whatever, they would just shoot so much like hours and hours. Because <laughs> yeah, you're not so, worried about time. Yeah, like, you have like forever. I can do what? <laughs> oh yeah, I think, I think that's the, so the editors. Have, it's a nightmare for them. The downside of digital, right? Like there's no constraint, well, so you just start capturing yeah. everything or messing with it forever because you can always control Z back, right? Like right. And, and then check just it kinda, immediately. Yeah, you just kind of create. Yeah. yeah, you can get because that's actually something I was going to say about you. Like, um, from a film, I mean. I, I want to start with graphic design and yeah. work our way through mm-hmm. at some point. But from a film standpoint, um, I've seen you extract a lot of value from very constrained environments, mm-hmm. right? Like shooting the video yeah. here, like, yep. you know, we just have a house and whatever's in our, you know, mm-hmm. closet as far as wardrobe <laughs> goes, right? Like and there, there was uh-huh. no planning to anything. No. It was just like, okay, like this is what we have. Yeah. And it, it looks 
I think it looks pretty good. You know, like, I I mean, visually it looks great. Even though we're in it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, minus the talent the part and, where you, you know, like, it look awesome. <laughs> it's awesome. Well, um, the part where uh, I'm wearing a mask. Uh, but then, you know, when we shot the, the train, like the safety video. Oh yeah. I wanted um, to talk about that. Are you talking about the, um, for, uh, Ashley, for the escape room? For, yep. Ozark yeah. Escape? yeah. Um, but there's, we'll, we'll come back to that, but yeah. Yeah. yeah we can come you, back to it, the but there, there was like, there's no real set, right? Mm-hmm. We shot against one wall. Mm-hmm. You had some physical props, right. which I think you would scrounge from around the yeah. office. <laughs> from mm-hmm. home um, and then Yeah, the so there were definitely things where you were like, hold this like it's a, and yeah. I was like, I'm pretty sure it's a pencil sharp. <laughs> <But, like, yeah. laughs> That's funny. It was just weird enough to where you didn't yeah, know, yeah. nobody knew what it was. Yeah. I was, and I was like, this is perfect. Yeah. But the, yeah, I, I think that's a really cool part of, how my favorite way of approaching things is like you said, like come to somebody's house and just figure it out and, and Mm -hmm. sort of figure out your frame and figure out what you have around to kind of mess with and then start with your people and start with what you're going to say. And I think a strength that I've always had that's sort of a little unique, I would say is that because I started in graphic design, very, very compositionally driven area. Right. And very sort of, um, the the end product you kind of have to kind of think about where you're going and sort of experiment with it but it it's very visual right very compositionally mm-hmm. driven and um i know amazing amazing editors that always have a little bit of um they need some help sometimes with like framing and things right. like that when they when they try to shoot when they go to shoot but um but yeah being a graphic designer uh, i can show up at somebody's house like and we just got a ragtag don't know really what we're doing but i'd be able to like look around and say oh this might this is gonna look cool i can see Mm -hmm. this in the frame and you know we can figure that out yeah i think a lot of good um directors are all really good designers in you know well in a way those classic like steven spielberg stories right of like Mm -hmm. well we can't afford a shark so we'll just do this right (laughs) and it kind of oh yeah causes these great moments and i i think um when you were talking made me think about the fact i think as long as you have something fairly well figured out beginning to end, whether that's like for video, um, you know, I know what the dialogue needs to be, but I can play with the visual elements of it mm-hmm. or whatever, or I know visually I'm going from here to here. Yeah. And so I can play with the dialogue a little bit more. Right. Like, mm-hmm. but I think as long as you have some, some railroad track, then you can play with what's going to be on that track. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, you bring up dialogue and that's kind of segues into like my third thing that I really love is the writing part of it. And yeah. I've been doing a lot more writing even in the past years than I've, than I started out doing and getting a good solid script, as you know, is like very, very important. And, um, that's your, those rails that you're talking about. And right. you can always deviate from them if you want to, but having something down before you start, like I used to have this boss that said, nice to have a plan to deviate from, <laughs> you know, yeah. no, which is perfect. Yeah. It's really perfect good. Way yeah. to say it. And, mm-hmm. and if you've got a strong script, so to come back to the, the, the primer, the escape room yeah, primer yeah, yeah. that you started for us, <laughs> you, you did an excellent job. And it was, I'm very lucky to have someone who, who knew the energy that I was going for. Right. <laughs> like, I think you, I didn't even have to explain it to you. You were like, yeah, I got it. I understand. And you even came like with your face, like clean shaven <laughs> because you knew the character that I was trying right, to say, right. uh, that I was trying to go for. And because I'd written the script in that sort of language and we were, and I was very succinct with it. And I was like, Oh, we need to say these things. I asked Ashley, I was like, uh, what are the things that we need to say? Yeah. What are Mm -hmm. our like, and this happens with clients all the time. I, it's one of the first questions I say, like, what are the, 
deliverables, right? What, right. What, what are the, the critical points that we have? And then you work from that and see how creative you can get with it. And then you put your script down and try to be succinct with it. And then so that when you get there on the day and you're playing and you're having fun with it, then at least you know, oh, okay, well, I, I know I mentioned that thing that I'm supposed to mention, but now we can kind of say it in a more fun way or we can have you shaking a, a prop that, that doesn't look like anything. Messy, right. You know, because we knew that we needed you to be, uh, we, we we knew you needed a we we needed a transition into that sentence that you were gonna say. And we're like, okay, well, how do we start him saying the sentence? Because it's kind of a weird segue. Oh, well, here's this prop. Just hold this and act like you're trying to figure out what it is, or or fix it. Right. And then and then, oh, okay. And here's my next point to right. the camera. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Put that pause in so there. It's more fun. And yeah, I, mean, I love doing that. Your script. Uh, and you described what you were trying to do, right? So there was a vi- mm. so immediately as you were describing, it was like, oh well, it's Fallout, right? Like that was immediately where my <laughs> yeah, head went the, was the, like the tone, right? The tone yeah, the is the like all the it. stuff in the. Now I can't remember the name of the, well, the places where they the go. The main inspiration I got was like those the coron- the coronet films from the fifties, like yes. the fifties, like oh, those. Yeah, because that was I that's kinda, what yeah. I wanted, and I think that and that's where Fallout got that inspiration right, from, right? Right, right. They those mm-hmm. um, Billy's going to go on a date. Uh, what are the best ways for him to impress his date? You know, <laughs> that's that. Yeah, that's how I got to Fallout was because then yeah. you had this like, but you wanted this like. I think this was pre Stranger Things, but it had might have been that element of feel to it of like there's something weird. Yeah, like yeah. metaphysical happening yeah. or like paranormal to some extent, yeah. and so that's where mm-hmm. it like went from that usual like 1950s educational <laughs> video into this kind of like other realm. And I think that's where in my head it was yeah. like, oh, it's it's this like it's right. this weird hybrid thing. Yeah, because I don't think Stranger Things was out. Might not have been. Yeah, I uh, and that's funny you bring them up. I guess I hadn't even thought about it, but yeah, that's a really great comparison of it's a thing. The, the reason I went with the Coronet films is because they're so like almost naive in a way, but yeah. and they're very, very mm-hmm. like pure of like the narration, just talking about a simple subject and, and there's no subterfuge to it like whatsoever. Mm-hmm. But, um, and it's, it's very, very like Billy and Alice are going on, going to the movies, you know, what's the best etiquette when going to the movies, that kind of thing. And mm-hmm. so it's, it's very pure and like, yeah. And, and so when you get to play and when you, lay that as like a groundwork and then you get to in the edit you get to start doing like weird things like do like a little subliminal flash of something then that's when the viewer that's like it's the storytelling that you're doing under the storytelling right and that's a lot of fun that's super fun they are you're you're right about the cornet films being a very blank canvas that you can Mm -hmm. you can they so they're so neutral that it doesn't take much to lean it really dark Mm -hmm. or kind of humorous right like you it's like a clean slate. Yeah, you yeah. really can. Yeah. And it's a very um it's a very recognizable starting point, mm-hmm. right? Like like oh, I know this, right? You know, right. I've seen the old get under the desk if there's a nuclear attack, which is still <laughs> yes. done with the exact yep. same voice like duck and cover. If duck <laughs> right? and cover. Get behind the lilac. Billy, bush. if you hear yeah. the sirens, you'll want to climb under your desk yeah. because that'll save you from nuclear yeah. fallout. And it's like a, the yeah. same Oh gosh, it, I I saw a hilarious I won't say hilarious, but like a really unsettling video of like those old duck and cover, like black and white. And it's like, they're cut back to back with just like those, the footage in the desert of the house, just being like, dude, absolutely disintegrated. Yeah. <laughs> <So> like <laughs> Billy is under his desk. And then 
That's so terrible. It's a, yeah. uh, have you ever seen the Miss uh, Mary Poppins where they recut it as a horror film? Mm. Oh my god! I've seen treatments like like that for other stuff, but never for mm-hmm. the Mary Poppins. And Mary Poppins works unbelievably oh, no. well. It is terrifying. It that's that's she's another like one a, of those ones she where she comes to town and she's yeah, and they just change the music. We don't know who she yeah. is. Yeah, kinda. so like when she like there's a part where because it gets stormy at some point in the movie mm-hmm. and right and they use that as like the intro of her coming in and yeah. like, it's just yeah, the it's music, really well done. Is, is huge. I mean, big time. You guys obviously know that the. I'm sure you've heard of the the story of the footage that's shown and it's just a man staring at the camera with an absolute neutral expression and they show it to different people mm-hmm. and they would put like different music to it and they would say, what emotion is this? Is he feeling? And they're like, Oh, he's angry mm-hmm. or, Oh, he's melancholy. Right. But then they would take the music away and it's the exact same yeah. expression. Yeah. We, so it's, it's yeah, so the neutral yeah. slate that we talked about. Yeah, yeah. We, we had an optometrist on like a month ago or so and the conversation came up like, would you rather lose your sight or lose your hearing? And I was like, I, I'd rather be blind. Like I really, I, yeah. I mean for me, because I mean, to your point kind of like sound, I think honestly is a little more nuanced, like in a lot of ways, right? Yeah. Like, and maybe I'd feel differently if I lost my vision. I'd be like, no. well, I should have like, I regret balls, saying but... that now. Oh, yeah, that's crazy. I yeah, mean, that, yeah, I would. Yeah, that's a that's a tough one. That's why I don't I, like I think hypotheticals. I, would go, I think I would go hearing. <laughs> I would lose my hearing. Really? Yeah, because uh, I, I want to see things. <laughs> I, I want to watch movies, and there's subtitles, right? Yeah, Aaron. You know, I'm not a fan of subtitles if I can listen to it you don't, okay, and gotcha, watch it. Gotcha. I, so audiobooks, I mean, you're an audiobook. No, I love audiobooks. Gotcha. I, it's a tough choice. I mean, that's... Well, I, yeah, hopefully nobody has to make no. the choice. I also don't know the moment <laughs> but it's where one of those like, things. Like, them, like, you know. I, I think about so many times, like, where sound does matter, you know, in certain things, mm-hmm. you know, but like for me, it's a lot of texture, sound, feel, visual. Um, yeah, that's, that's a tough thing. I, hearing would be a very tough i i would hate yeah. yeah i mean i would hate to lose either one yeah. i just it, I, I don't know i like yeah I, it's hard to say it <clears throat> might be impossible to say <laughs> which one carries more information right like mm. there's a lot of information in yeah. both of those things and honestly mm. they work in concert together yeah right like which one does your brain process faster do you think or like to take you know if we're if we're thinking of like data bandwidth or whatever, which one do you think gets more data to your brain faster? Ooh, that's a good. I I feel like it's your ears. Think so. Be I mean, what resolution are you seeing in versus hearing? <laughs> I mean, or what bit rate? It, yeah, exactly. Bit rate? I don't. You know, that's well. As I get older, I can tell you, my ears definitely are carrying more sound <laughs> or more, more, yeah, yeah. more information have, than my eyes. <laughs> Did you ever watch the the Daredevil, uh, the Netflix one? Yes. And yeah, yeah, it was really cool. Uh, there was this one scene. It was, it was uh, I think somebody got kidnapped or something. It's been forever since I've watched it, but he comes into this room and he he's like using clues to know like where they went mm-hmm. to or figuring it out because of his senses his heightened senses or whatever and it's like i i told <laughs> i told ashley it was like what if they didn't know that Daredevil? Like nobody knows that Daredevil's blind, right, or whatever. Right. So what if they wrote like a big ransom note in blood that says, like, <laughs> "Oh my god!" It gosh. says like on the wall, it says like, "Meet us at the docks." But in Daredevil, and he's he, just like, "Like where could they be?" Daredevil, he can <laughs> smell the him. blood, and by smelling the blood, he can read you what he can smell it like yeah. literally. Are, have you, you watched the show? If I, like, 
Yeah. If I have daredevil <laughs> hearing, then I'm definitely not worried hey, about losing it. my vision because that guy, like, he I can see it. in that show. Basically, his like senses are so good. I think it's it's mm-hmm. it's it was just a funny premise that I thought. no it's it is like, yeah it's like if I follow the clues I can figure out yeah you know her her shirt smells like sea salt water so <laughs> there should be a far side cartoon the, but then on the on the wall it just oh, the says do, like the door says we're, push we're and on he's the pulling beach. on it <laughs> oh no, no there should be a far side cartoon where Matt Murdock's just sitting in a chair crying with a crossword puzzle and a pencil in his lap <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez like, that's the one thing that defeated him <laughs> got it. But he's. Uh, <laughs> I started doing the uh, the New York in this in this time where there's nothing to do. I started doing yeah. the New York Times. Uh, I have major respect. Have you ever seen the documentary Wordplay? Oh no! I there's a documentary it. about. So there's a competitive uh, crossword puzzle yeah. league, and Wordplay is a documentary about that. <laughs> wow! Do they talk about the new the mini crossword? No. Well, this is. It, I can this do came the out mini like crossword and make fifteen good years about ago. Myself. You know what I like about That's, crossword puzzles? What? Doing them with a group of people. No. Oh. As an I, activity, it's more it's more fun because I feel less stupid. Crossword puzzles <laughs> is a fascinating. Like, They're really cool. I like the clues that they like. You know how they give yeah. you clues without giving you clues? Yep. Like, yeah. Well, Will like Short. Weird. Will Short's like that's what he edits, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. he basically edits that. So crossword puzzles have to fit like a very certain criteria, right. um, and then every day they change and get harder, right? And but Will Short's like his whole job is basically just making sure that clues are consistent from crossword puzzle to crossword puzzle. Oh, wow. So like hmm. the more crossword puzzles you do, the keeper of the, the rules, better you get at them mm-hmm. because you've learned you know like, the rule. Like asp, you... right? Like is yeah. venomous snake yeah. three letters, whatever kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and at the time that that wordplay documentary came out, because I also I read a book about it, haha. Um, I really did <laughs> called wordplay. Uh, there's only like ten people in the country that actually make a living making crossword puzzles. Right. It's crazy. When I learned that the wow. the categories in Jeopardy have like write, like writers on the show will like write just get their own categories and they just write the whole. It's not like a team of people all trying to contribute to one, like. Oh, they just you have a specific subject. Yeah, from what I understand, it's, although it's, do you feel like you couldn't category. do that job? I mean, if your category is football, nineteen eighty, like okay, well, if you've got a word <laughs> Wikipedia. count, right? If you've got a word count that you like, you you have to to fit it on that tiny screen, and you have to you have to give a clue, you have to give like a even more subtle clue, and then you've got to like ask the question or whatever. You got to set it all within a certain amount of words. Yeah. You know? That's really hard. Like, all right. You just put really... me in my corner. Fine. No, it's mean... like when I thought audio narration was easy. Oh, what is disappointment? <laughs> <laughs> um, I just mad respect to people who can. I hadn't thought about that, that actually. Yeah. Now we need to get that person on the show. Wow. A person that the writes Jeopardy the writer? Jeopardy question. Yes. That would be yeah. amazing. Actually. It's like, what do you do? Uh, I write for Jeopardy. What do you mean? Well, the Potent totals. Yeah. Mm. That's a reference. What is alcohol? I, yeah, that works. Or you know, really water strong. in what is water in Flint, Michigan? Mm. <laughs> potent. That would be potent. I suppose mm-hmm. we got so far off track of like what you it, yeah like, wait what were we talking about <laughs> hi Tyler oh, sorry we used to be talking about uh, what direction you do, and which was graphic it started design. with graphic design okay. yes which is yeah, where and you've done some design. like I feel like you've done some some work that people might know can you share any of those yeah no I do a lot of identity work is the main my main sort of like forte in graphic design uh-huh. and, and that means you know branding right and yep. I know you've had like 
guys like Chad Moppin on here before, and he's a designer as well. He's an illustrator, but he's also a graphic designer. Right. And uh, yeah, identity work. So like uh, logo, but also much more than that, right? So it's like a, mm-hmm. a, a family and sort of an ecosystem of your brand, right? Right. So, much more so than just just a logo i would say it's like how you speak to people in your messaging and how what colors you use obviously that's kind of a that's a easy one but but then it's also sort of your secondary marks that that work alongside it and your typefaces and just being able to get that to a client and say like hey this is you need a brand and an identity uh so this is where you need to play in this this all this stuff all sort of works well together Mm -hmm. um i think a good way i could try to explain it to a lot of people is that if you hire like a wedding planner the that person will know like oh these things will really work well together to give you a look at the event that you Mm -hmm. want or or like a director you know the director knows that this is like a feel that's going to go throughout the whole movie Mm -hmm. so they brand quote unquote um or they give an identity to the movie right how far does that go so i can see like Okay, you have a logo, you have a typeface, um, you may help do like some kind of like catchphrase or right tag, type yeah, like a tagline tag or, or something. But um, do you sometimes even reach into okay, like in you know, if you're creating a product, I yeah. also would probably put it on this type of material because Oh, absolutely. Right? Yeah. Like texture matters, yeah. right? You know, construction it's, matters. Like and how I mean, even you think about like a company, for instance, that wants to be very like earth minded and like uh, renewable resources. And, and like, if that's part of your identity, plastic bags, who you are. Yes. Let's <laughs> <laughs> uh, say thank you. Pure, I, thought, bestest, I thought you said plaster uh, bags. I was yeah. like, those are heavy. Yeah. <laughs> that would <Wow>. be amazing. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. So that's something you say like, okay, well, you know, if that's part of who you are, then that's something that we need to talk about not only in like what you say to people, but what mm-hmm. you do. Right. Yeah. So that's mm-hmm. very much, um, those, that's why I say communication design over graphic design. And right. uh, mm-hmm. a lot of people hear that and they're like, Oh, well, I, think, I mean, when it makes perfect sense, but, so it but you're not just doing yeah. graphics, right? Mm-hmm. You're, Cause graphics would be, if I just made logos, if I just cranked out logos all yep. day. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, but if and and my current title as an art director is is kind of encompassing all of that, where um, you take all the little details and make sure that they <laughs> sort of are trued up with what somebody is trying to say about themselves. So so now, if I'm a client, do I hire you as like okay, you know, here's where my company's at. We've been in business for five years, but we need to rebrand and mm-hmm. kind of start over. <laughs> um, I think how I understand it is before you may have been given a piece of the work, which would have been a little bit more the visual sure. element of it. Right now, mm-hmm. are you working in concert with, you know, that board of directors or CEO or marketing oh, yeah. director or whatever? Yeah. And you're really just kind of like embedding yourself with them for a little while to understand the Cause yeah. culture matters here too, right? Like your culture has to kind of line up with, or should, I would think feed your public image, it, right? Like it's very much, I keep saying like, the story that somebody wants to tell, right? So they know who they are. They know who they are obviously way better than you are ever going to know who they mm-hmm. are. They're way more passionate about their business than you're ever going to be because it's their baby, right? right? So it's very important for you to kind of make sure you're asking good questions and mm-hmm. and saying like uh, you're asking the right questions. Um, I get to talk to students every once in a while and I, I say, make sure you're not just like making it about you 
and you're saying, oh, I'm really good at this kind of design, so I'm going to mm-hmm. make your logo, but in my favorite kind of style. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. it, it's very important to like go to like who, you, who you're saying, like a board of directors or like a, a, a CEO or something and say like, you know, what's your favorite kind of this thing? You know, what, what, um, what's some things that you find inspiration from? And then they'll be like, this feels very much like me. And so mm-hmm. that's kind that's, of the idea. That's an interesting thought too. Like there's, I mean, sometimes you go to a person because I want like, uh, that I want that person's style. Right. Yep. Like for me, right. Whatever that is, like Spike Lee brings or Quentin Tarantino brings Mm -hmm. a very specific style to a thing. Right. Like, Mm -hmm. um, but it sounds like, and I think this is its own skill. So I'm not in any way saying like, this is lesser Mm -hmm. or more like you kind of almost have to be the blank slate that leans you know into the client and like right like because you're not bringing specifically a style to the table necessarily so exactly Uh, i think there's two schools of that there's there's the talented individuals that are very very good at their thing like they have a they have a, a style and a very very distinct like if i saw it anywhere i would know yes that's that's yeah. them right yes, yes. right um and people very much do go to them um and mm-hmm. say um yeah uh, i want that for my business i want th- in, in that situation they're adopting someone else's identity a lot of that that's it, that's i mean that's exactly what they're doing they're mm-hmm. saying i want your identity to be my identity in a lot of ways well, and, I, and you go to chad because chad has a style oh, like you can amazing. tell yeah, it's, it's chad's really thing there mm-hmm. right yeah. like and he's he's awesome about taking his style and telling people's story yeah through, mm-hmm. you know you know what i mean like, yeah so if it's like his the beer cans that he illustrates like or the kxua thing a while ago right like, yeah that mm-hmm. like that's exactly what kxua yeah. needs mm-hmm. and and mm-hmm. it immediately you're like yeah obviously it should have always been that yeah but exactly. it's also at yeah. the same time like clearly chad's work like and, and just he's, this, he has such like technical skill too that yeah. you could give him anything and he'd be like oh yeah there's no, yeah. no, no worries i can i can do that mm-hmm. and um and so no no troubles there but it's a whole other muscle to flex to be the invisible the chameleon talent yeah. behind yeah. right that like um and i mean i would i don't know if this is true but i would almost think like uh, it's like a character actor, right? Like a character actor is never mm. going to be like mm. the ten million dollar movie star, right? But they work all the time sure. until yeah. the day they yeah. die because they're yeah. always good in that spot, right? Like, yeah, you've got much less of a risk of being like quote, like typecast. Yep. To yeah, use your yeah. yeah, and right so there. like that's where I would kind of say like both of them are working actors, and one may make ten million dollars for five years, and the other one may only make like a million dollars, but they do it for you know, a million dollars a year or whatever, mm-hmm. but they do it for yeah, 25 exactly. years. Yeah. And yeah. so the, that end result financially is the same. Yeah. I run, um, I, yeah, I definitely run the risk of <laughs> fading into obscurity because I don't have, but you'll I always be working. Right. I'll, I'll, I'll I know mm-hmm. how to work with people. And I yeah, think yeah. me personally, yeah. who I am is I'm very much a people person. Yeah. And I'm, I, I think that's just sort of how I've naturally fallen into it. Cause you know, when I was in school, I was always, thinking you know oh i'm gonna have my own style and i'm gonna be like this 
amazing artists, but that's like very, very small percentage of people who are willing to put in so much work. And, well, and, and nothing's really stopping you from right. I, I, I very much could. Your and own I, personal stuff, yeah, that, yeah. Because I've talked to you about stuff you want to work on. It's like, yeah. well, that's not anything that I've ever seen you <laughs> do. But like, like it's very yeah. like art, more mm. arty film, and right, like yeah, kind I, of. I'm, I'm very, yeah. I, I like to be a jack of all trades, and something I always tell people is my main thing is I want to be. If, if I'm not good at anything else in the world is I, I want to be useful. <laughs> That's a good and one. It's actually, mm-hmm. yeah. I want to be, yeah. I want to be a useful person. I want that to be on my, if you know, when somebody throws <laughs> my ashes into the wind, <laughs> say, well, he was useful. And then they yep. use my ashes for something. Garden. Yeah. Uh, you can turn yeah, it into plant. tattoo ink now and I could get what? your face tattooed wow. on my body. That's Would that so be, that'd be Weird. useful? Please do that. Yeah. <laughs> I I used to work in a, in a music studio. You don't want to die before me, though. That would be sad. <laughs> that's, I, yeah, it's fine. Um, he I, won't know any better. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's all good. Um, I used to work at a, a music studio, with, and uh, some of the guys I worked with worked on. They were luthiers. They yeah. worked on guitars, yeah. and they um, would make uh, you know bone nuts, on, uh, bone saddles, and yes. bone nuts on the guitars yeah. and the fretboards. And I said, dude, has anybody ever like brought in like a human bone and made like a and he was like, "Oh, I'm sure that's probably yeah, yeah. the case." Wow. But I said, "I was like, do that yeah. for me. take this take and make my this bones." So yeah, and so I think that's just how my personality feeds into things. I've never been, you know, you, you start off because everybody tells you that that's what you need to do. You need to get mm-hmm. your own, or you need to be like this super standout artist, and that's kind of what culture tells you to do right. a lot of times. Yeah. Like you need to be a hit. You need to have 10 million people that love you. Man. Because of your style, right? Yeah. And um, I don't know. I've just, I've just. That's never had an appeal to me, or at least it's had a waning appeal to me as yeah. I get older. I want to be the person that, you, no matter what you need, if you're trying to tell a story or you're trying to do a thing, mm-hmm. like you want, you want Tyler to be there to help. Well, you I will out. say yeah. that, like looking, like knowing you, learning of another business that you've drawn for, like created a logo for, mm-hmm. meeting you, and seeing that and going, I know your work. And then seeing it on other things, I go, that's Tyler's work. Because you know it's not an exact, like for every, all these other people you've done things for, I'm like, that looks like that could be Tyler's. I think that's Tyler's. And then it's like, and then I'll see you post things and I'm just like, yeah, that's. Nice. I know well, that I guy. wasn't being disparaging. Now you make <laughs> no. me feel like I no, was no, being no, no. I wasn't, like, I wasn't uh, saying anything to yeah. that, but I mean, but people come to you for that. It's the same with wedding photographer. Like if you sing a cover of mm-hmm. a song, slightly different, it's still their song, but it's your take. It's your style. Ryan Adams, you know? Wonderwall. <laughs> Which is probably one of my favorite versions. I'm not familiar that with that. Will you sing it's, that for It's us, really then? good. A lot <laughs> of... Anyway, but <laughs> what do you mean? No, 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 awesome no. mics. Yeah. No, these. The oh, this. Good? No, this would be great. Ryan Adams comes. It turns out he's kind of. Yeah, but oh. but I love that version. But they will come to you for that. You know, like anything I've done, like photography wise mm-hmm. in the past, people would come to me. It's like I'm doing some of the same things that other people are doing. It's just my take on it, or yeah. you know, my direction, my my different way to look at it. Yeah. You know, and it's yeah, the yeah. same with with any of your work. And I think that's also one of those things is like to be useful. That makes that strikes true and like deep inside. I think that's one thing is like, yeah, no, that's it, a good it, point. It's, like, get, it's, it's hard really, to not have some of your voice. Yes. Appear, right. right? Well, that's like, actually oh, very yeah. nice to hear that, mm-hmm. that, you know, 
people can recognize me from just from seeing myself. That's actually yeah. really cool. And well, it's like like on Instagram stories, there's certain places that I followed and I've seen your work mm-hmm. and then but it wasn't you posting it. And then later on it was like you're I'm gonna need you to it. give me their identity and right. And it's like I was like cease and desist, please. I knew that <laughs> looked like that that was Tyler Orsak that did uh, that. Thanks, man. That's awesome. You know, I and I, it it is one of those things that speaks to you is who you are as a person and how you work but also the ability to portray what they want. Yeah. Like you said something about the details, uh-huh. right? And I think many devils, many details. Oh, right. Right? So, yeah, so that's that <laughs> whole writing thing that we were talking uh-huh. about earlier too, is which I have a huge passion for. Is mm-hmm. So I was working on a project for uh, Jeremiah Herenza over at Rift Customs, and he, mm-hmm. he's, he's really great about just kind of letting me do what I want. Mm-hmm. And he didn't, he didn't really give me any... Um, guidelines uh he knew it needed to it needed to go on merch so it needed to look sick you know yeah, so, right uh <laughs> their so other was, logo's pretty freaking good though yeah thanks yeah appreciate that yeah. but it was uh the the writing part came in when i was like oh i know i need to say something about his business for this shirt design and I'm, they're carpenters right so um you know i started thinking about the idea devils in the details right right the, the old adage like devils in the details mm-hmm. i was like well how can i say that but in an interesting way and so I started to think about like how they just do a ton of work Man. all the time, yes. all, all day, every day, you know, and they crank it out. Yep. So I was thinking, oh, well, there's, I'll think of all the devils you run into when you're mm-hmm. doing that 24 seven and, and then all the details, right? Yeah. So there's many devils and many details. But that's the writing stuff that when it clicks for me, I'm yeah. just like, Ooh, I got it. What's well, yeah. a good combo. It was a really good combo. Yeah. What yeah. was the combo? Is it many devils, yeah, many, many details? Yeah, many devils, many details. Right. That's awesome. I was like. And then the imagery for it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was just a fun little illustration. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah, I'll show it to you. It's yeah, fun. and they do great work. Oh gosh, it's yeah. amazing. And yeah. and he he's a big ambassador of it too. Like he's you know sometimes you hand over a lot of good work and and then you give it to a client and they're just like they do they the, the crap, application crap crap no kidding. no no I'm, I'm saying kidding, I'm kidding, they I'm love kidding. it and they're like yes <laughs> but then they're they're uh, we call it activation thank you yeah mm. uh, the activation of their brand is uh, not mm. done very well like they'll they'll mess with it or they'll like put it in a oh. in a weird mm. usage or yep. and he distort it <laughs> yeah and he's he's so like sold into it that mm-hmm. it, you know he does a really good job of taking care of it. was kind of short-ish. <laughs> it was short-ish compared to the rest of the show. <laughs> <laughs> but I already edited it, so that's a win. Sweet. Um, I, I will say, if you've made it to the midpoint, uh, mm-hmm. I, I've alluded to it a couple other times. I think I cut out any any reference to it in this interview, but um, that music video with mm-hmm. Darius, yeah, uh, that that released yesterday. Yeah. It was good. Um, yeah. yeah, it yeah. like it looks good. I'm. It I'm looks proud of awesome. It. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's like I'm extremely grateful that he you know allowed me to be part of that storytelling yeah. process. Um, yeah. and I think it's something different than he's done before. You know, mm-hmm. and and I, he seems to be, and I hope he's proud of it. You know, and yeah. he should be. Yeah. It was good. Um, so good. Yeah, yeah, I really enjoyed it. So you can find Darius. Uh, aka Pluto P L V T O yep. on Facebook and check out his music and his, his other music videos as well. But uh, yeah, so that was fun and that's out there. So yeah. I thought I would share it. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, and otherwise, follow us on Instagram, forward slash LWID Project. Aaron faithfully puts new content up there. I think not too long ago, you can see his feet sledding. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wanted to not allude. It was just me, but, you know. Oh, I thought well, it was I mean, a, I was a good time you, to... But, yeah. you know, bear hugging you on the back of the sled, but we can only see yeah. your feet. So. We're going so fast. Um, yeah. But the important thing here <laughs> that I think we should all take away from this is I'm the big spoon. So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Wow. So, I'm the uh, taller? I don't know. <laughs> you know, sometimes I get the spoons Gosh. in the wrong, like, silverware holder thing. And, like, yep. you know, you can have... Um, anyway, I don't know where that was going. No, it's all but, good. But, uh, yeah... So Instagram and um, follow us there. Comment, post, interact. We yeah. love hearing from you. Love spending time with you. Um, and otherwise, I would say back to Tyler. Yep. Let's go back to Tyler. I'll say another good client that did, did a really good job with activation is um, uh, Little Bread here in Fayetteville. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Little Bread, uh, Chloe over at Little Bread. Yeah, I got to do some cool work for her and with some illustration and everything. And they've they've taken that brand and uh, done some nice. There nice are some stuff sweet, really great brands in the area too. Oh, right? yeah. Like that like I we haven't talked about this in a while, but the thing with Northwest Arkansas is just how fertile mm-hmm. a creative place it is for businesses for artists for right like yeah so there's all this opportunity for graphic designers oh yeah brand design right like um art Art directors directors. like sandwiches you owe me a coke (laughs) um but yeah there's like all the Mm -hmm. and even for and this is going to tie back way after the fact to something but uh even for somebody starting out, right? Like there, there's these opportunities to kind of find like small startup, like a food truck or right where you could kind of like, Oh, that's the best. I love stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Because like, you're helping them get yeah. that voice that we talked about earlier and yeah. like that, yeah. their identity. I love like helping them get there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Saying like, and then something, and then knowing that that's probably going to change down the road. So like, yep. how do you help them out? For I mean, Chloe's thing, for instance, that little bread was this, she came and she was like, I know we need to rework this and it needs to feel a little bit more, you know, up to date. And they've got this beautiful, um, they've got this beautiful sort of uh, Art Nouveau mural in mm-hmm. the, in the, you've been in there, right? Yeah. Uh, and yeah. it's, it's this woman, this illustration, this Art Nouveau woman uh, uh, in this long, in this sort of like flowing dress and everything. And she was like, oh, we need to update this. You know, you know everything feels kind of old fashioned. And I was like, if I rebranded this for her and we got rid of that, painted that over, like I, they would, I would be crucified. They, everybody yep. would be like, oh, yep. these designers think they're so hip and they yeah, get rid yeah. of stuff. So <laughs> a lot of that sort of thinking through things like that and branding and voice is like, how can we take that, keep that and make your new thing tell the same story, but in a different way. So, you know, right. the new logo that we came up with was like this sort of more like a cleaner version of like an Art Nouveau uh, look. So that ties into like a whole other part of my job, which is just knowing that, you know, the education on things like history and yep. 
um, influences and you know trends is a thing is a big thing. You try not to follow trends a whole lot, but if you can help it, but being aware of them and sort right. of knowing why yeah. they're effective yeah. is really good. And, so and the brand education. history matters a lot too, right? Oh, like going gosh. in and changing, man. You know, um, I mean, a classic one is the Gap logo. Like as mm. innocuous as that sounds, mm. they like one year redid it and there was such a pushback against it that they literally had to revert back like, to never mind J- jk guys JK. yeah because everybody hated it and yeah. it like mm-hmm. it, it there people are very devoted to mm-hmm. um you know like if apple just dumped the apple and it was like a core <laughs> or something right like it would just be like uh what like you can't right. do that like you know that i identify with this then you start logo. to and then what really blows your noodle is the idea of like why are people into the apple like it's a it what about an apple is computers right like what it, you know what i mean like, yeah i want to make a computer company you know what's a good logo for computers yeah. <laughs> I mean, t- take it away. You well, know, Starbucks and the that? mermaid or whatever. Like, well, how the is siren that associated? People, like, people associate like a, a, the logo like story. With, yeah, you know? like it's an siren. interesting thing. I mean, like my phone case has a hole in it to show. Yeah. But I mean, <laughs> the, but you know, an Apple. I guess people you could argue like the Newton, right? Like, there's this yeah. kind of idea of like science and uh-huh. right, but, like thinking and higher it, thinking. But because they've gotten there because of association, right? Yep. Like, so in everything, right. the brand has built that. And like the Nike swoosh, everybody kind of, if you know what it is, you know what it is. But right. like, but like getting the association tied to that is the really hard part. Right. Making your brand sticky. Somebody told, somebody asked wow. me, how do yeah. I make my brand interesting? Well, I said, well, are you interesting? <laughs> <laughs> what do you do? Yeah. <laughs> no, exactly. Like, yeah. What, like, what do you do? Like, I mean, nobody yeah. cared about somebody, the Apple logo in the nineties. The I mean, yeah, well, it was, it was really a lot different, right? too, like it, but well, well it, but I mean, that, like it got built, right? The, you didn't the equity have, got built up in that, right. in that. The emotional equity got built up, right? Course, like that's yeah. what the fad made mm-hmm. the same logo. That's just like silver now instead of multicolored. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. right. Like, mm-hmm. well, think different, right? So that was their Ooh, voice, right? Right. That, that was the voice uh-huh. that I was talking about earlier and the writing part yeah. of their identity and how they spoke to people. Yeah. They said they told, they told directly to you. They said, think different. You know, or yeah, and then they and then if you dive into the brand, you understand why they're saying that. Nike, just do it, right? Right, yeah, like yeah. these great, like, yeah. would you can you can see this? We should know what it is. You can see the Apple and know what it is. I mean, there's so many things like that. Just a part of that is, but that, you know exactly what it is mm-hmm. based on just a piece. That that's actually like this is a different piece of the same conversation. I think like it sort of makes sense that eventually a logo takes over. Mm-hmm. And like, okay, I now associate this shape with stopping, right? Like, of course, like symbology, man. But so to, good. but to take like, just do it or think different, mm-hmm. and somehow also just make three words of the English language mean an entire brand yep. and an entire like basketball like uh-huh. dynasty, and, right? Like, yeah. if you say think different, I'm like Nike, Chicago Bulls, like <laughs> you know, it's like type, but like it's all yeah. just like. Like you've made three words in the English language mean a lot, right? Um, Just yeah. do it. Yeah, and there's something really powerful making that sticky too, right? Like then, so many devils, many details, right? Like yeah. Oh man, it you know if you say that and it's like oh Rift Customs, like yeah. obviously, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. It's become this powerful thing, and that that's hard to make that work. I would think. I gotta say, my favorite, you know, my favorite clients and my favorite projects are the ones where you're given a little bit of 
freedom and people are as open-minded enough for you to do something that is a bit more abstract like that and you can give association to things and it's they Mm -hmm. understand that that's going to take like time to build that up and you speak more with your actions than what you look like Mm. and i know me as a designer is kind of like that's a bad sell for myself (laughs) like they say like i want a great logo like why (laughs) for your company that's terrible you know like Uh, what's that gonna do for you and i don't say that to be snobby i mean i want to what i'm saying is i know i want to know why your company is really good and knowing that you know if you make really great bread or if you brew really good coffee or, or, or whatever it is, um, then that's what people are going to love you for. And then I'm just there to be useful. Right. Right. <laughs> Come back and say, say that again. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You're there to like, if that core product isn't good, mm-hmm. doesn't matter the how logo, good your branding is going to be. Well, and great True. branding just becomes the thing I'm now avoiding and not looking for. Right. Like you see that? <laughs> oh, it's horrible. I know to stay away from that. Right. Spirit like airlines. They're, <laughs> they're, well, I mean, and, the reputation. I don't know if least. I want to go down this path, but like fire festival, there, there was a period, of, a period of time where like, I remember growing up the Ford logo meant like this, like rugged dependability right, and right. right. And they're really trying to hold that image. But then somebody came up with the quippy fixer repair daily, right? <laughs> like, well, there's that one too. Yeah. All, <laughs> I mean, there's a bunch, oh, but yeah. like oh. it's, it's I lost some there, of its yeah. shine. Right. And like mm-hmm. now it's literally a logo where I'm like, oh, well, that's just, it's a hat. It feels like a has been, right? And I know yeah, not everybody's yeah. going to feel that way. And right, it's right. Very, very much but like, like situational. Yeah, and some people look at that even. and they're like, yes, okay, that's a great brand. Mm-hmm. I have my own like automotive brand that I'm like, this means dependability to me, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah, whatever, yeah. but. But it's a it's the, it's, the, it's the experience that you had with that thing yep. that makes you feel a certain way. It's not yeah. the logo that makes you it, feel a certain Yeah, way. that's my point. People yeah. come to me and they say, I want a logo that makes me feel badass or whatever it right. is and just uh, well I'm gonna have a hard time doing that for you Would that because be you're not a badass <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. the barbed wire around the bicep logo <laughs> oh hey I was gonna get that tattoo <laughs> ouch um, not, not really well, yeah, yeah, I mean, and then like speaking of that I've had this for a, a, probably over a year really struggled with the fact that like um, none like i cannot conceive of a sticky like verbiage or logo for this show mm. right so like chad drew an awesome logo mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. um and and like it's great for t-shirts and it's great for like right like showing you who we are but it's not a thing that i'm necessarily going to like buy as a sticker right like 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 it, you mean like if, it, bum- if it wasn't the thing well, that like you... our taglines conversations with creators, right. right? Yeah. And so like that is a bumper sticker or is a mm-hmm. sticker or even a t-shirt like doesn't make sense, right? Like it tells you what the mm-hmm. show is, mm-hmm. but it's not a thing that I'm going to go buy as merch. Cause it's not, it's not cool. Right. right. Like, um, yeah, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. So like trying to come up with something where like, like, uh, you know, the thing we say over and over, but I feel like we can't use it because it's a quote from somebody else, but the do it afraid, like mm-hmm. that to me makes sense. Right. That that's like, that's kind of a lot of what the show is. And like, that's Sounds a really erotic, cool, by the way, <laughs> um, do it afraid like in the woods. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's how Robert that's, Frost wrote it. Yeah, yeah. That's not where I was going. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, Robert like, Frost. <laughs> 
I took the pass. That was scary. He's who wrote it. Yeah. Oh, no way. That really, yeah, yeah. That's a very small line. Yes. But, but, uh. And stay golden, pony boy. But, I, I used the basic quote, the, the path less taken or whatever. But it's a great line, right? For like, and it's something that, like, I, like, oh, it means something. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I could get that on a shirt. I could get that on a sticker. That's I could great. put that I on my car. But it's not ours, right? And so you're yeah. trying to think of something yeah. that, like, mm-hmm. but it, it also mm-hmm. describes the show because I think, like, to me, a lot of people do this in spite of fear of not making money at it or yeah. not knowing what they're doing yeah. or breaking it mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. not making a client happy or mm-hmm. not getting the like the the brand just right, right? Like sure. there's fear in what you do when you're putting yourself into something mm-hmm. anytime. And so that makes sense. And I think for some, like I, I would imagine this hits a lot of companies or brands or or shows or whatever mm-hmm. of like well, I don't know what my thing is, yeah. you know, like yeah. I just don't yeah. know yeah. what, yeah. like all we have is our voice, but I don't know how to translate that <laughs> into something that's like merchandisable, right? Like, yeah, it, a lot of times people want to do that sort of intellectual putting the cart before the horse kind yeah. of thing where Man. it's like, well, what, who am I kind of like, what is my, what's the thing that I'm going to like sell to people or whatever it is? is it, well, have you done anything yet? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do, like you do you is a really good way to kind of go at things. Right. And then it'll kind of fall into place is mm-hmm. the, yeah. is a good attitude. I feel I think a lot of times people could also become somewhat of a caricature of what they actually do and want, you know, to, to sort of feed up to that, you know, there's salesmen in certain places that want to go by nicknames, you know, or certain things. Oh, and I'm just like, right. Oh, that's kind of dumb. Yeah. You yeah. know, call me lefty. Yeah, or I mean, radio personalities, no offense to anyone like that, but you know, it used to be like, you'd have four people, there'd be the zany guy, the person into sports and this, you know, and they all come together yeah. in this one place to become this thing. And it's like when you'd watch like, uh, real world and it's like, you're definitely getting, uh, you know, this yep. person, you're definitely yeah. getting, yeah. You're, you're getting <laughs> the jock, you're getting, it's breakfast club, right? Like, yep. yeah, like, yeah, you're just getting those, like the radio host thing. I have a running theory and it might've changed over the years, but uh, you know how everybody like characterizes NPR as like these is really soft-spoken kind of yeah. like people, whatever it is. I I don't think that's necessarily true. I think what it is is when you counter it with the like the crazy jockey guy who's just screaming constantly, "Welcome to WW blah blah KUWF blah blah," and then you just counter it like when that's your foil. Obviously, yeah. people are gonna think you're really. Can chilled you just out. say Roman Mars? Yeah, like mm-hmm. whenever he because he started on NPR, and that guy has maybe like. The he's most pretty perfect chill. radio yeah. voice yeah. ever made. Yeah. There are exceptions, but I, I, that's just my running. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was just, I was just like, like. But I think after Roman Mars left, maybe NPR did become the like. Maybe. Okay, we're just right here. We're just gonna, mm-hmm. we're just gonna talk about. Well, I mean, it's a Saturday Night Live skit for. Oh, that's true. Goodness sakes. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. So maybe that got mm-hmm. it more into the zeitgeist than the actual reality. And, yeah. To to be right. fair, most of the NPR stuff I've ever listened to, like, just Super sounds friendly. like a normal conversation. Yeah, they're, they're but right. yeah. But definitely. then I can, I, and then I try to listen to um, like those, a shock jock type. Oh, hey, I can't do it. I think yeah. it's awful. It gets so old so fast. Feels bombastic, right? <laughs> just like, <laughs> why, why aren't there any people on NPR shouting? They, I think there needs be, to be one person be whole, that would be yeah. funny. Oh my thing. gosh, that would be so what a great guaranteed stick. the that minute that somebody showed up and did that, five hundred people would die. Just like <laughs> automatic heart attacks. Oh just like <laughs> because you know the radio's cranked up all the way. And the minute like, <laughs> just like yeah. bloop. I was so oh. chill, you know. It was be like awesome. Thanos snapped. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. And now I don't know, know where I was. All of a sudden, somebody was just yelling yeah. at me. Yeah. My kombucha spilled everywhere. 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I almost oh, drank the SCOBY. <laughs> <laughs> we should do an entire episode where we do it NPR style. Like, NPR style. Yeah. That's my sound for air quotes. I, I just feel like, like I said, I Bunnies. just feel like it's like yeah. people actually speaking like in normal voices. Yeah. But that, because it's yeah. foiled against like, like the more. Maybe the what it was people. is like. Do you see this line? That's the peak. Do not get close to that. You do, you're fired. Can I, you know? I, can I also say, though, that like hearing in, in the past year, people like say, like, oh, sorry, that's my daughter in the background, you know, crying or whatever. I love oh that gosh. kind of stuff. Like, it, I think that needs to be just hilarious. like, people just need to do that from now on. I know it's annoying for people mm-hmm. like when they're working, but <laughs> it, it's got, I like it. It's gotten better. Yeah. For, I will yeah. say early on, it was yeah. just like, oh, yeah. Uh, we have 30 minutes yeah. and I know that's not enough time yeah. and we really have to focus on doing this True. thing, but it, it's become yeah. so commonplace yeah. now. I just it's like, just like that okay, it's whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? I yeah. think that it should be normalized. No matter like if yeah. somebody needs to go home and work from home or whatever for yep. any reason, but they feel like that they can't because like they've got their kids there with well, them. So they feel like they can't jump on a it. zoom yeah. call or something. Yeah. Well, and the minute <laughs> it happens to you, you're like, okay, all right. Well, yeah, right. We, well, yeah, yeah. Like, I think maybe that's also, it, it teaches. Go ahead, go ahead. No, I'm oh, sorry. I was gonna say it just teaches everybody to have a little bit of grace, right? Yeah. There you go. Like, That's where I was gonna go. Yeah. That's like, oh, I've been there. Yep. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. a parent with the screaming kid in a grocery store. You're yeah. like, I've well, been in places I, and people are like, does that not bother you? I was yeah. like, nope, it's well, not my um, kid. Scream. Um, all those. I, I mean, those, no, that's a pet peeve for me. But. Right. It it is. But I mean, there's a point where it's just like, there's nothing I can do about it. I'm not the one everyone's staring at. Right. So I look at it and go. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not. Not that I had to be there. You want but everybody you know to I mean. feel like it's okay. I'm with you. You know. I will say that. Don't feel like, bad. I've been on it, some right? calls with some people before. Where like a year and a half ago, if if I was on that call or doing that meeting, and like you know, a kid came in and said whatever, or my dog goes nuts, <laughs> like it would have yeah. been mortifying. Like, well, I guess my career is over. You know, like oh my right. gosh. Um, but they learned where the mute button. Yeah, it happened yeah. the other day. Where like, you know, I was talking to this person and like. Uh, they had to like go on mute to do something with their kid, mm-hmm. right? And then like th- I'm talking, and <laughs> all of a sudden my son came in and was like, "Da da 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 dinner," and I'm like, "Sorry, everybody," and, you know, it was just like, but like yeah. it was no big, yeah. like everybody's yeah. just kind of to your point. Like I right. think like grace has kind right. of entered yeah. the realm of. I like, love it. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the that's I'll, I'll say that is one nice thing that's kind of yeah. Come out of it. I think everybody is feeling a bit more understanding <laughs> for that kind of well, thing. Well, people being yeah. viral for the, like their kids walking in while they're sure. on a zoom call, like some higher ups in government in other countries, yeah. you know, it's like their kids come in the door and he's yeah. just like, uh, I think yeah. it's a good <laughs> reminder that we're all like people, right? I, like I, we're human. All, I think you know, it's we're all done human. That That's well, a great word yeah. for it. Yeah. yeah. And so yeah. I think hopefully it's a nice learning. Especially since you don't have the in-person on. connection. Yeah. Oh man. Like you're seeing a person in their environment at least. <laughs> and it's humanizing in a way that like, cause a lot of the, I mean my entire day, is literally, I'm not joking, Zoom calls from like 8.30 in the morning till 5 or 6.30 at like night. Or 5.30 at night, right? I, like, I would hate that. Not At one point last week, <laughs> in one hour, I was quintuple booked. Oh my God. And I was just like, I don't even know what to do with this right now. <laughs> like, you know, like, whatever. Yeah, but mini, all that wind, being said, like, who's your boss? Heidi Flies? If you're not careful, like, it just becomes this kind of like, in talk about the thing on to the next one. Right. Sure, and you start yeah. to lose like any kind of human connection. So I think to True. your point, like having those moments where like, um, you know, 
my like i was on a call the other day i mean it's all i do apparently but i, I was on a call the other day with somebody and like all of a sudden you hear crying he's like sorry i'm on baby duty and it was like, like you know that. like it was yeah. and it was totally fine like because and i'll admit at the start i was the guy who was like mm, like let's focus and you know a year later i'm like yeah like okay yeah. cool you know and yeah. it's yeah. it's made things a little more there are some frustrating things to it but it's made For things sure. i think more human um, yeah, and, and you know, we all have like this air about us when we go to work that we're not who we really are. You know, yeah, we're always yeah. the nature of it is like we're always pretending to be this the work version of Daniel or the work version of Aaron. And, you know, and so it's like it's we all try to be one thing, and so I think that's something that needs to kind of chill out a little bit, if you know. Yeah, I mean. yeah. it's things have yeah. definitely like yeah. let their hair down. I, at the start of the pandemic. I let my beard like totally grow out, like huge, <laughs> and, and just didn't cut my hair. It was amazing, <laughs> and. So at some point I got like, I, I had to do video on a call. Like I, it was one of those, like, <laughs> like I didn't, Hello. I didn't want to, but Grizzly my boss's Adams? boss was like, Hey, we're all on camera. And I was like, Oh no. And I did this mm-hmm. and almost immediately my boss put up as my background. I don't even know how this happened, but just a photo of Ted Kaczynski what? like behind. And I was you wearing this that hoodie. To other people's videos. Maybe he put it up on his own i don't remember how like but it was on the screen at the same time right and i was like i should probably shave like <laughs> like We've maybe i've gotten too bully, comfortable bully. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious actually. he didn't get in trouble that's hilarious. <laughs> well at least he wasn't drawing <laughs> fair yeah. uh but yeah no oh. it's how did we get on zoom calls as a thing know. we were talking about People you know France? it's been a COVID year when it's like Zoom yeah. calls has become. Yeah, a, this is sort of a catch up too. Yeah, you know, for is, us, yeah. that's true. Yeah, yeah well, I haven't talked to you in a long time. <laughs> I well, saw you a year we're ago. About being useful. That was a thing. We were yeah. well, actually, yeah. before we started the show, you had mentioned that you picked up new hobbies and that you were going to save it for the show. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, like so. So you know how we've all like had to cope in our own way. Yes, of, like, yes. Doing different things, no matter. What, I mean, Aaron, you know, uh, Fight Club, obviously, but. Um, I had cut that. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, my uh, bad. Uh, also, very explicit tattoos. I wasn't going to say anything. He, he He's been doing it to himself. Yeah. Oh. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, just yeah. a spoon and a little yeah, motor and a yes. yeah. yeah po- and a pen. Oh, I was like, whatever. how do you fight with the spoon? <laughs> a little stick and poke. <laughs> well, if you'd spent the time in the pen that I have, you'd know <laughs> you can kill pen. somebody with a newspaper. <laughs> have you seen that where they're like, never mind? Yes. It gets it like, I, yeah, they can make. Like I a once shit made it a fake head. You do what you got to do. Laid on my bed and escaped. Right. Where the guy in the forties that like carved the gun out of soap and actually like broke out of prison with it, like <laughs> with a soap gun for real. Yeah, he like carved uh-huh. a gun out of soap and then convinced the guard he had a gun. Oh, oh my gosh! I, a, all I want to know is how dirty was that bar of soap that it looked like a gun? Right. Well, <laughs> it'd been dropped a lot. Wait, oh no! Or is that soap? No, 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 no. Continue. You picked anyway, up hobbies. Anyway, so I was just like, I st- so I tried to run at the beginning of this, and I realized I hate running. And not only did I not, I mean, I was getting pretty good at it and I was like getting real good distance before I had You're to, looking like, good. You're looking svelte, by oh, the way. Yeah. Thank you. I, I don't, well, a few months ago, I was way better than what I am now. I've put it back on because of all the winter weather and everything. But Me um, too. Yeah, blame that. <laughs> yeah, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, and, but, uh, the, but anyway, so I was trying to figure out a, a way to um, uh, like do some activity. So I'm not just like sitting and doing nothing all the time. Mm-hmm. And I, one day I was, there was like, uh, I, I, we bought this house and when we got the house, somebody had like cut down a tree and there was just like a bunch of like stumps that were all, that had just been piled up for a really long time, mm-hmm. for like two years that we'd lived there. And one day I was just like, I'm just going to get out there and like, 
I have an axe. I'm just going to go and chop those uh, logs <laughs> and chop them up. Did you do it shirtless, slow motion style, yes, like absolutely. the notebook? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Expectation versus reality. Yeah. Said yeah. Is it weird that I just envisioned this whole thing? Uh, I was, it, all it was those prison tats. Yeah. <laughs> immediately hit by a bird that was blinded. <laughs> and yeah. uh, But he had his hearing. I didn't need so. an axe. My nipples were hard enough. Anyway. The, it wasn't a bat. <laughs> Fair enough. Continue. <laughs> anyway, so, but yeah, so I, I chopped up all of the wood, I spl- I, or I split it all there you into go. firewood. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I split it all into like actual firewood pieces, and I was like, you know what? This is kind of nice. And I put in like a podcast, and I was kind of listening to it while I was doing it, and I was like, this is actually really like relaxing. So not only am I getting some good like cardio here and like yeah. good core workout, like it's actually really relaxing. Mm-hmm. Calluses, yeah. And I am here to report to you fellas today that I have a serious wood splitting problem. I have so mm. much split wood. If you know, you or any of your you friends You called me you one know, day and were like, do you need do any you firewood? Need, yeah, do you yeah. need <laughs> any firewood? I have so much of Which it. Which actually... We I'm could back, fill I'm, this room with like how much wood. Yeah. I do actually know somebody that needs firewood. I'll talk to you later. Yeah. I told people, I posted about it. I was like, please come get the... I've wow. had people just come over and like take like like car loads of like split firewood and everything like that. And it's like now my favorite thing to do. And it's, I've, I've, it's gotten so bad that I've, I, I, I now found a local guy here who you need to have in your podcast who makes axes and, uh, or restores axes and like makes some cool stuff. Um, but, uh, he made me my own custom axe. That's awesome. That's sweet. Use it. And it's awesome. He was like, do you want me to paint it? And I was like this, I'm going to be splitting wood with this thing. It is going to be a work axe. No, thank you. Please don't paint it. When you were like, (laughs) I picked up some new hobbies. Yeah. In one million guesses, yeah. would not have nope. gotten splitting <laughs> no. No. wood. I know, not right? Ever would I have guessed that? Can I tell you why I like it so much? Well, for because you imagine you look like Ryan Gosling in <laughs> the Notebook. No, I have no delusions about that. But the I, and I uh, in in fact I try to stay away from anybody that watches me do it. But <laughs> the I, I know where you live. <laughs> I've been there. hiding in the bushes. <laughs> but, not that far. <laughs> but uh the uh no uh, i i had one of the the main reason why i think i like i was thinking about it the other day i was like why am i like this why do i like this uh, and i really like how like right before you you're swinging the axe and there's a it's part you have to use your entire body it's all one motion yeah, right yeah. it's not just like your arms you have to think about like how you're standing how you're swinging how you're moving it's like your whole one motion that happens in a second right yeah and then for that last split of the second you have to be completely focused on nothing else but splitting that one thing yeah and you know had to know where so your mind goes completely blank for like the, the tiny bit and i think for yeah. someone for a lot of us when we're trying to just like not think about yeah, it's Everything almost meditative else, for you. Right. Like, it's very, yeah. very meditative. Yeah. I, I like it very, very much. It's, it's very weird much. how it does take take anything you're thinking of mm-hmm. and it focuses everything. Yeah, I mean, and you can drift like in between stacking or whatever. Yeah. It is. You can yeah. think about your own thing or listen to your podcast, whatever. But I've listened to entire podcasts or and not known anything that they had said that yep. entire podcast because I wasn't. Yeah, I you know. I just blanked out. It's like I lost time. Yeah. I think whatever to your point. Yeah. Things that are monotonous that require some focus Mm -hmm. are like the best kind of meta, you know, like, um, as much as I hate it, Mm -hmm. sanding is a really good, right? Like, cause you really are paying attention to like the feel of the grain and the high spots and low spots. Right. And like, you're really like 
have to be in tune to what you're doing, but you're also just mm-hmm. kind of doing the same mm-hmm. thing over and over. Yeah. And so it becomes this kind of just like, um, you know, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. moment mm-hmm. to it. I, I will say the same thing with a wire wheel on a motor. Like, yeah. Like oh, cool. Yeah. Removing rust and whatever's on it. It's the same. I've never really thought about it that way. Cause that's what I would do just to yeah. zone out. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, and, and I've always been like you guys, part of the reason why I like, designing and like being a designer on the computer is you do kind of like you get really focused and it is almost like busy work sometimes because you're trying to like tweak and you know pick at things for hours and hours but Mm -hmm. um it's a little bit different with this i don't know really how to describe it other than sort of what i said is where it's just it it's not it's it's monotonous but then there's like a really quick moment where it's all of your focus all at once. Right. You know, yeah, 100%. Right? There's, yeah. there's kind of something really cool about that. Yeah. That is different yeah. than sanding yeah. for sure. And I like it. And there's a serotonin burst with it because it's exercise. So you oh, automatically you, have like the, yeah. Up of, yeah. And if you get it right, there's that immediate reward or there's an immediate. Yep. Fi- oh, sorry. I hit the table. <laughs> <Yeah>. There's an <laughs> immediate reward or there's an immediate. Sound effects for chopping wood. Yeah. yeah. There's an immediate reward or there's an immediate failure. Yeah. Like you yeah. know, if you've, split it correctly or you know if you split it wrong yeah, yeah. right and and so there's that as far as serotonin goes or you know mm-hmm. you have that reward well now you just made it sound kind of man depressive like it's just like i'm really happy or i'm really sad yeah <laughs> uh, i yeah. did it or i failed and and yeah and and you also have to start to think about details i could go i could write a whole poem about yeah. this but the, so how the the log is like you start to look at how the wood grain is and mm-hmm. the knots that mm-hmm. are in the woods and you know that you can't power your way through the knot so you have to work around it you have Mm -hmm. to figure out how to you know mold your actions to the log and like change what you're thinking and Mm -hmm. yeah approach approaches i was not expecting this growing up (laughs) growing up where we did my dad would try to show us yeah and my dad like my dad was roughly you know like six feet 180 pounds reddit whatever Mm -hmm. you know not a big guy but he, I've seen Spelt. him like yeah. very fit. Yeah, I've seen him go to places like you know, he was a logger and we moved to Arkansas, so like cut up a tree and mm-hmm. go to like set you know, section it out Buck, and there'd be bucket there'd, right. I'm learning there'd, all the uh, terminology bucket. by the way. Um, and so people would show up and they'd start splitting it and big guys that yeah. thought they knew what they were doing. Mm-hmm. You know, my dad at this point was probably, I want to say. Late forties, early to mid fifties, right? Mm-hmm. Like working circles around these guys that were bigger yep. than him with the bigger splitting mall and all this stuff. And it was just because they're trying to like in those little small details in the like mm-hmm. the grain where it split, you could see certain things that he tried to his frustration with my brother and I was probably he was probably <laughs> he, kick us out just a split would to take his mind off us not paying attention yeah. i guess but like it's one of those things that you do see something differently yeah you know and you, you grow up and you see it and you're just like okay right this makes way more sense now yeah. but there there's a lot of things like that that yeah. some people just go after it you know yeah. just like well you're killing yourself uh, well, I'm, you know, and i'm very well tough. aware that i'm yeah. doing it out of leisure and not out of necessity mm-hmm. right? right there's people that like have to do it to stay warm yeah. and well yeah, yeah of course so yeah. i have a lot of respect for that yeah. But what what's cool is like what I decided to do was just like do it and try to get as good as I can about it before mm-hmm. like kind of reading up on it or, mm-hmm. or watching or asking anybody about it. But because what's cool about that and this is kind of the whole self-taught thing is like yeah. by the time I started listening to somebody <laughs> say things about it mm-hmm. and like say the proper way to do things, I was like, oh, yeah, 
Like, I know what you're talking about because I've uh-huh. encountered that problem. Or, right. You know what right, I mean? Like, right. I found that problem. There's enough basis for the knowledge yeah. to make. You understand yeah. the solution before, right. you know. Right. Like, sometimes people will not understand the question, mm-hmm. let what, alone. Well, I think people uh, should probably approach things like that mm-hmm. more in, uh, uh, more like that Agreed. a lot of times. They, they should. Going in blind. <laughs> yeah. Or, or at least, like, not being afraid to kind of make make some mistakes or yeah, like, to, yeah. to learn the right. big time there. Yeah. And we've talked about that before mm-hmm. that, like the pros and cons of that, right? Mm-hmm. Like going yep. in blind oh, or yeah. getting some guidance as you go and like what right. you're trying to accomplish. Mm-hmm. But I, I will say like, there's no greater high than the moment something clicks. Oh yeah. Right. Oh, gosh, For any, yeah. like we could do a whole episode probably mm-hmm. on the click, right? Like just oh. that moment where like, when, when you understand or where when something it, works, what do you, where specifically the Both. revelation occurs, <laughs> right? Like gotcha. yeah. I now, like I remember and this sounds dumb and I don't know why I'm going back to it, but I remember the first time I actually understood what sanding something should accomplish and how that should feel at the end. Mm -hmm. And that moment where like, I finally had a thing that I had finished well, Mm -hmm. you know, up until then it was like, well, I guess it's not supposed to give me splinters. I think, (laughs) you know, like, I mean, Uh like you'd sand your, um, what's the soapbox car thing? The pine car, pine car derby. Mm -hmm. Like you'd sand that and like, yep. You know, it's It's good. It's fine. Okay. I guess like sanding was almost shaping, right? It wasn't really like, um, <laughs> and then just to like just the moment like that you like you know you've laid out the grain of of this piece that you're working on and it's all like the way you want it to be you've got the shape the way you want it to be mm-hmm. but then when you finally when you truly sand something well and I'm not a big finisher like I don't put a lot of like oil or like polyurethane coats or you know right like so yeah. it's really the wood mm-hmm. um but once you've got a surface that's actually like perfect Properly, to you, yeah. it it's a whole different ball game at that point. And you start like, you know, now, and this sounds weird, but like running my hand over this table, you know, or over like another, like I'll feel all those little like divots or high spots <laughs> or right. Like you just like, yeah, yeah. you've just gotten used to it, you know, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. It's just, it clicked. Yeah. It was like, Oh now I get it, you know? I need some lessons in sanding because I'm in finishing in general because I'm terrible at it. I feel like I do really great when I'm building (laughs) and forming and joining and all that. But then when I get to the end, the the finishing part, I ruin everything I touch. (laughs) (laughs) Like all those hours of work wasted. No, I don't, but you know, like the first time that you felt like the swing of the ax through your whole body, like coming up from your leg, through your hips, right? Like, and then moving through your arms and like, and it just connected cleanly and like and the motion clicked right. or shooting a basketball and getting that like mm-hmm. the motion of your yeah, arm and that through. clicks like any mm-hmm. of those yeah um drawing something and suddenly realizing how shading like like oh the light's coming from this way. angle yeah. you know yeah. like whatever and like they may seem rudimentary but i think you have clicks multiple times and i think you might yeah. be 67 uh, 67 i was gonna say 60 or 70 years old but like <laughs> 67 um and still have done something for 20 30 years and all of a sure. sudden something just clicks you know well, i mean like, that's i got it like the part of like multiple people here said you know getting in your reps yeah i mean it's that way on i mean i can think of other things where i was trying to do something and then it clicked like man this yeah. is what i need to do or sure. gleaning information from someone or you know the the first section that you tried to like split yeah. versus 
the one your most recent. I mean, if you think about like how much work, how much harder mm-hmm. you made it on yourself at first, but you're willing to like go from that. Oh, absolutely. And just keep going. It's so yeah. cool. Yeah. Can I, can I talk to you guys about a curse that I have, which is talking about reps and like what you put in, like the, the mm-hmm. aha moments and everything. I, I feel like I put, I have this bad habit of putting in a ton of time into something just until I get to that aha moment. And then I've, I understand it enough to know that I understand it. <laughs> and then suddenly it's lost its interest to me, you know, and maybe not interest, but like, I'm like, oh, I, I understand how much that I don't know. And I also understand how much I do know. And I, and I kind of get to that aha moment yeah. and that sort of bridge between the two. And then for some reason, I don't know if it just loses its sort of mystique to me in some way or, 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 or whatever, but I, I tend to, I, I kind of almost like start to look for something else. And then like that thing starts to, so it's like a, it's a bad habit. Of I, mine, but uh, I share that, right? Like mm-hmm. and yeah. I, in my head, I just call it the competence factor. Like mm-hmm. when I feel competent that you know you can do then it i'm you... like okay like i can do this thing right, right? Yeah. like yeah. At, at, like an above average population level not above average in like a spectrum of people that can yes. do the yeah. thing but like um knitting i can knit right? right like i can knit pretty well i don't think a ton of people necessarily i mean yeah. obviously there's a huge knitting community right but like yeah. most of the people mm-hmm. i talk to can't do that so it's like okay good enough I can't turn a heel. I can't like, there's a lot of things I can't do. And like in the knitting world, I would yeah. still be very much like bottom tier, but like mm-hmm. I got competent enough, right? Yeah. Like I can yeah. make a hat. Yeah. I can make a sweater. I can't right? like whatever those things are. I'm not fast. I'm not, but like I got to that point. I was like, okay, like that's good. Like yeah. next, you know, right. there's exactly. very few things where I've like, for whatever reason had enough, mm-hmm fuel in the tank to like get uh, there's very few things right where i've like gotten past even competent right, right? you know like it's yeah I, it's i think about it as like i've proven to myself that i could do it if right. i yes. wanted to yes do it, well you know? yeah right? and then i'm like if next. i wanted to get yeah yeah and then and i think it's very germane mm-hmm. to like every person that you guys ever talk to i think all these skills and all of these things <laughs> out in the world they all have a have a like kind of a truth to them and a beauty to Mm -hmm. them that like once you kind of get to an understanding part of it it, that kind of it it's reveal it reveals itself to you a little bit and then it's not as maybe not as maybe it either can go down two roads either it can can become even more beautiful to you because you understand it more or it can almost reveal itself to be not as special as you well, thought it was uh, magic you know? tricks right like perfect like yeah uh, magic tricks. my dad was a magician and so yeah. growing up like i had access to this stuff and he <laughs> yep. was very big on like do it until mm-hmm. like do it in the mirror until you can't see what you're doing mm-hmm. right well i would get to like I can functionally do it and my brother believed it. Yeah. So <laughs> that's a perfect yeah. example yeah. because I've taught myself magic tricks before and I'll do it and do it and do it until I can do it. And then I'm not interested in it anymore. Yeah. Like I, yeah. I can change the, you know, do the card change where it's like the different, I was like, I just want to teach myself how to do it. And so I, I, ta- I just did it forever and ever and ever. And then finally, like I started to get to where like, um, I, 
I, you know, I, I felt like I did it well enough. Yeah. And then I was just like, suddenly like, okay, not, not into this I anymore. Legitimately got to where like, <laughs> I could fool some first graders with this <laughs> and like, and, and these couple tricks I could do right. for like a, a person mm -hmm. and probably yeah. get away with it. And like, that's better than average, mm -hmm. right? Done. Like, you know, right. but if anybody paying any kind of attention actually watched me do one, they'd be like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> what? I will look at this in, in one way that, I mean, and I would say that probably Tyler, Daniel mm -hmm. as well, like knowing how to do something well enough to be useful. And that's going oh, back yeah. to what you're doing. Mm. But how many times right. have we like, and things we've done together, like figured it out because you know this and you know this and you know this, and it's like a helping hand. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah just, you never... just, just having enough and being better oh. than like looking at something going, I could do better than that. Not being cocky. You're speaking my language. You know. Because, yeah, that's but exactly But being there, why. maybe for someone, right. oh, I can change a tire. You know, not everyone can. I can I'm drive not saying a stick I can. Shift, a stick, know, I mean, yes, all of us I here. can be that person that, like, if there's a need, mm -hmm. like, you can you have you can be there for someone yeah, or you can right. be useful or, or figure it out yeah or or know enough like ancillary things to that you could figure it out yeah yeah exactly yeah. Don't like i can competently build a fire right but i'm probably mm -hmm. not going to practice like building like right like, right like it's just one of those things where like <laughs> where'd you learn that well i spent three months in my backyard every <laughs> night well i'm not going to practice fire. different fire building right. techniques yeah. i'm like this exactly. one works like yeah. you know yeah. like well once you get it once you get a fire where you can build a fire, you just keep doing that one thing. Yeah, I bought a, a, a like yeah. a, 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 a forestry guide to all the all the trees in Arkansas. Yeah. I took forestry class in school, but I mm -hmm. wanted to. I wanted when I started chopping wood, I wanted to make sure I knew like what woods I was chopping and stuff like that. And so I've mem I've you know been working on memorizing all the leaves and like the the, the barks in Arkansas yeah. at least yeah. you know and that kind. Of, so just because like you know. I what, what is to that? Have Mom? some contact. Yeah, exactly. I didn't want to be in a situation like where I didn't want I to be know. where persimmon. I mean, I'm still not great at this, but pear like, tree. <laughs> no, I, just one. <laughs> not a pear. I, I didn't want to be in the situation where somebody's asking me like, "Oh, what, what is it? Kind of wood is that over there? Do you have?" And I'm just like, "Oh, I don't know." Yeah. Like, is that a hardwood? Yeah. And I'm we still not. I still yeah. probably would get it wrong most of the time, but at least I'm trying. Oh, I. You know, mm -hmm. like I still. I can look at wood and like name mm -hmm. maybe f four or five. Oh, right. Like, but outside of that, I'm like, oh, oh I can't do I the, the wood. Like, I can name well. them without looking. Well, I mean, like, if there's like not oak, a leaf present, alder, I probably ash. won't get it. <laughs> but when I started, it was like, yeah. I don't know if that's oak or walnut. Right. Like, literally, mm. no idea yeah. if it was white oak or walnut. Pine. <laughs> very, very different <laughs> very things, different. right? Like, yeah. yeah. Um, and it, so now I can yeah. kind of, but there's still stuff where I'm like, I, I'm not yeah, and sure. I, and I say all that just to say, not to be like, I think everybody should do that. It's just the, uh, it's back to the useful thing. Like, mm -hmm. you, you just want to not feel like you're, like, like you're around and you're just dead weight. You know? Well, I, it would be one of those something. things you show up to help someone. You don't want to be the one just standing around. Everyone's like, yes, do something, you know, I'm just being, I'll go to a stranger's house and I'll take out their trash for them just because I don't want to just, I don't want to like not right. be do, doing something. That's yeah. just kind of, I think, hey, uh, can I take out yeah. your trash? <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm not going to go to their house. That's crazy. Uh, there's a job you could actually <laughs> yeah, yeah. apply for what? where you could just, uh, yeah, they have a truck and everything. But yeah. I, I think there's also <laughs> like walk. some of to the truck, some of us for whatever, like reasons are driven to just be capable. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. just to your point, I can change a tire. I can build a fire. I can, 
like mm-hmm. hammer right. these two pieces of wood together. <laughs> right. Like, yes. I mean, and mm-hmm. there's skills like for whatever reason, because of our dads, because of the people we've been around. Yeah. Moms, moms, like whatever yes. the scenarios and dads are and moms, yeah. like, um, you, you've just been driven to like be able to do it. I mean, for yeah. uh-huh. some of us, I know like it, you know, some of it was driven by necessity, right? Like yeah. you couldn't afford yep. to farm out the job or to hire a person. Mm-hmm. So you just literally kind of had to figure it out. Yeah. yeah. You know, trial yeah. and error or whatever. But, um, people, I mean, I, you know, I've, I've been a manager at a lot of different things and, you know, I, and you can probably back me up here. The people that you like working with the most are the ones that aren't afraid to like figure something out. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. And like not be too like, so yep. the people you want yep. around you yep. are not the people who are going to like, always be super dependent on you solving everything <laughs> for them. So I don't yeah. ever want to be yep. that kind of, yeah. you know, but at the same That's time, I don't think we should, I don't think we should <laughs> mm-hmm. ever be afraid of asking for help. No. Yeah. Right. Right. Like, I don't think we, you know, we can be capable and then being, you know, capable enough to know that you need help is actually really big. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and I think like if, you know, to your point, you want to be useful mm-hmm. and you, like you tend to also surround like I want to be useful to the people around me, mm-hmm. but I've also surrounded myself seemingly accidentally with people who are like useful as well. And it kind of like sure. feeds this, it just yeah. feeds a group mentality of like constant learning or, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, instead of hiring somebody, you call a friend and then you're kind of with them while they're doing it and yeah. you're learning is right. And it's like minded. Yeah. yeah. And, and, yeah. and it's more so even like if you put like physical capabilities aside and it's like being able to have conversations with people and be present with people yeah. and that kind of thing. Like one of my least favorite kind of turnoffs is like when you're speaking to somebody and you get like a two word answer or something. So it's, it's, it's being able to communicate. It's back to the communication design yeah. mm-hmm. thing. Like it's, it's just it, I, it, people that are good at that as well are, I think, yeah. also super valuable. Yeah. So, you know, maybe maybe they're not oh yeah the most capable at something or even best problem solvers, but they're good at, like, telling you. Well, they don't have communication is like huge, right? Like, I mean. Oh, we don't have civilization without communication. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, there are many things that. that I think I'm decently capable at that if it hadn't been for somebody communicating mm-hmm. to me how to do it, fixing a car, knitting, whatever yeah. the things are, right? Mm-hmm. Like if somebody hadn't written it, made a video of it, yeah, talked you through it, like <laughs> communication to me is like, yeah, yeah I, I don't think it's all, and we've talked a lot about physical stuff, but yeah. like yeah. there's even just capability of learning, right? Yeah. Like that's yeah. a Expressing huge foundational what you know one, right? Well. Mm-hmm. Being able to I, share, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I tell, again, when I get to speak to students, I say like, you could be the best at a thing, and you'll be awesome and people will use you all the time or whatever. But the people who are going to be like really, really good and do really, really well are the ones that are able to somehow communicate th- their ideas and their knowledge in a way and be able to like back up why they did a thing and like Richard be able Feynman. to express themselves. Richard Feynman. Who's that? Six Easy Pieces. He's the physicist that like he worked on the nuclear bomb. Oh. Um, but he also was the guy who explained why the uh, Challenger blew up. Oh, um, and he was just one of those guys who like knew it. He knows physics so well, like yeah. six easy pieces. The first book I read from him is just explaining like six foundational physics concepts right. with like, I think that one has no math um, or it doesn't have any math beyond algebra, right? Like you understand it so well that he you can understood it so it well. He could just like, yeah, 
here's this thing to the common person. That. And like, yeah. And I it just that. like, yeah. that's a person who knows it. That's above competence, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's a whole different level. But, um, okay. So we've gone, I could talk to you for forever. Oh, I, I haven't talking, talked to you in a yeah, long time. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if you're familiar with this, but Aaron's going to start a sentence and you finish it oh, with whatever right. comes. Yeah. He hadn't thought about it. That makes it this. even better. Good. Um, oh, all right. Yeah. Ready? Mm-hmm. I wish I could. Go to the movie theater. Man. Look What I Did is produced by Aaron Dotson and Daniel Quinn. Sound designed by Daniel Quinn. Our digital director is Heather Kelly.